Mate, I'm telling you, I just opened up this. He's gonna, no, he's going to do a oh. huge moke. No, I'm not. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, Cam's man? about to do a huge moke, and it's going to really yeah. I want to hear that, the, the audio. No, it's just like that would sound weird. No Tino shade. Cam, your mokes are loud as fuck, and not in a good way, like in the auditory sense, I'm like breaking the decibel. I'm not trying to moke shame you because I'm the I'm, I'm the farter outside. I'm the farter in chief, and I'm holding myself accountable. I'm going outside. Quiet. Well, do you want to be on the skit? No. Wow. Sorry we moke shamed you, Cameron. Yeah, I, well, I did it. You already know I'm way too low key. I know you are. I, I respect you and I hold myself accountable. You're listening to the 805 in Revolt podcast Sigma Grindset for Life. Warning this can't be classified as manipulation. I've read Miles Satan, I've read Karl Marx. I've read Lenin. Here, I don't even know what the hell that means. <laughs> they never stop thinking about new ways to harm our country and our people, and neither do we. What it do, baby? Forget it, you're a has been. We turn. He copied my whole fucking flow. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. Kim, would you stop taking pictures of yourself? Your sister's going to jail. It's an act of dominance by psychopathic control freak groups that tend to take control of societies. You are listening to the 805 in Revolt podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Ben Cohen. I'm joined by Cameron Atkinson and Sam Bean. Fellas, how are you doing tonight? Fantastic. Nice. Yeah, I'm doing okay. Yeah, I'm doing all right. Love the energy you guys yeah. bring. <laughs> I'm really energy. high energy tonight. Yeah. Like yin and yang. Yeah. We're, we're both really excited about uh, everything right now. I truly feel like Sam and I are like the yin and yang of Fulton Street. Yeah. You know? Are you yin? That, I, I was just about to get to that. You're I yang. I think it might vary on the month. I'm yang. You know, we, we kind of, we, we share the responsibilities of both, depending on how mm. we're feeling. Who's yeah. yang gang? <laughs> no, Andrew. Andrew yang, yeah. <laughs> well, Dude, what a, what a cuck. Yeah. Well, anyways, we have a great show for you guys today. We recently, by recently, I mean a couple hours ago, watched yeah. an incredible film. Moments ago. <laughs> Mere moments ago, we watched an incredible film that we will be getting to and discussing. Another a f- film episode. No. It, it's a back-to-back. Po- it, back. A back-to-back film episode. Yeah. But we're going we're gonna to keep it real. We're going to pepper it in with some incredible takes from all of us here chatting about current events new things yeah and just bullshit and shooting the shit you Mon- know. monday at the movies kind of fun freebie yeah imagine you're drinking a large coke zero out of a styrofoam cup with those little cubes of ice like they used to have at the athletic club pearl ice, the best type of ice yeah and you're with a guy who you met online, who said he was your real dad, but you're pretty sure he's not your dad. And you're eating um, beef jerky, and there's people playing air hockey in the background. <laughs> Imagine that's what you're doing right now. So get in that, get in that headspace. Head, yeah, get in that headspace. Headspace. Just download Headspace. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah we are now sponsored by Headspace. This is Jimmy Kimmel. Hey, it's me, Jimmy Kimmel. You know, I've been chilling out because uh, sometimes I talk too much and sometimes I laugh too much. I go, Questlove, look at Questlove. He's incredible. He's playing the drum. And then I go, Headspace, I listen to Headspace. And then I feel like maybe I don't need to fucking light myself on fire and kill my whole family. <laughs> That's me, Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> That's great. Is Jimmy Kimmel hot or no? No. He's not hot to me. No, but I've well, Remember the movie he did? The, um... Jimmy Kimmy is hot. <laughs> oh, I was just doing Jimmy Fallon, but I said I was Jimmy oh, Kimmel. Oh, we know, we know, we know. It's Jimmy Fallon. It's Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Kimmel's like... 
Uh, tell me more about the way your boobs looked in the movie. Wait, who's hotter though, Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon? Fallon. Ooh. Fallon. Oh my god. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Who like? I don't even know why Jimmy Kimmel's a thing. He's got no swag. You know, he got he married. He kind of does. He, he got married at the end. He kind of does have some, some. Nah. Zero, weird, zero. weird daddy swag, None. but it's boring. Do you know? Do you, you know? know it's like it's like very boring daddy swag where it's like he's, you're doing it wrong. You almost have it. But you're missing something. Do you know how Jimmy Kimmel got his start? Was doing fucking The Man Show with Adam Carolla, where every joke was like, ha ha, chicks are dumb. Ha ha. And now Adam Carolla is like, light. is like basically like a Ben Shapiro spinoff. <laughs> like Adam Carolla. College campuses aren't safe for comedians anymore. Well, speaking of quirked up white boys with a little <laughs> bit of swagger, um, I recently got a haircut. <laughs> yeah, speaking of and oh. and uh i kind of what i was kind of i was kind of rocking like a mullet my i was letting the hair grow out for a while it was like a p- partial mullet i didn't have the full short you, on top you but, were definitely rocking that vibe though but anyways i wanted to switch it up and one of my main inspirations uh <laughs> in the recent recent past uh has been the one and only jack harlow um, he has had kind of a glow up. He used to not be very sexy, and now he's pretty sexy. So I figured, you know, why not just why not just kind of get on that vibe a little bit. So I I got, got a haircut, and I'm feeling I'm feeling like the like the Jack Harlowification of Ben Cohen is going right along right along according to plan. Yeah, no, I, schedule. I called Ben the day after he got his haircut, and just to like whatever, and he's like, yeah, got a haircut kind of look like jack harlow right now and it's like you like what like that was the craziest thing you said on the phone you're like yeah kind of look like jack harlow right now it's a good thing though. yeah i hate when you do that yeah there's an infamous we'll roll the, we'll roll the tape right now yeah. and you'll hear it yeah i'm gonna beat you up i hate when you be doing that stuff I'm gonna beat you up. I wanted to know some Jack something. Stop. What do you think about these Jack? They're on the way. I don't know, Stank. Yes, Stank. But the worst. I mean, I've been I've watched that video maybe a million times. Well, just, Ben's Ben's like on Team Jack. I'm Team Jack Harlow for sure. I think he's disgusting. I think I think he's he's the American Harry Styles. I think he was made by, you know. The DS. Um, <laughs> I don't even got to say it. Yeah, I don't even don't have to say it no more. I think he was made by the DS to just like, it's just like the worst kind of guy. It's like, oh man. Why and, does everyone think he's hot though? I, I get it, but I kind of... energy. It's energy more than it is. His confidence. It's confidence. He doesn't care if he's not the most attractive man on earth. He's not like a Cristiano Ronaldo, you know, like young yeah. hollywood actor he is who he is and he's got enough confidence he, he does for have swag i mean he does. The, the swag is real the swag is... i mean yeah i can't i can't deny that there's actual swag yeah. there but it, it's just like he just reminds me of someone who's like ha- hanging he's... out and, <laughs> yeah like <laughs> hanging out with beats by dre around his neck selling vicodin at skating plus it's like 
You know, I don't not sure that that's like the guy for the moment right well, now. Well, catch me at Skating Plus with a fucking <laughs> yeah. You're gonna start doing that in a um, Chrysler Sebring. Yeah, Chrysler Sebring. I'm gonna have a black uh, turtleneck, long sleeve on. I'm gonna <laughs> get diamond studs. Can I hit, you? Studs, can I hit you with some classic Jack Harlow quotes? Just yeah. like three or four. Sure, sure. Can't touch me. I got instincts. <laughs> that's not even a bar. That's not. No, what is that? It's just a quote. Oh. <laughs> My peers ain't popping. They don't know what's going wrong. You're like, you're like saying these like these are bars. <laughs> New balance on me while I'm searching for some. When I hit the club, I walk in with a small village. Eh. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, none of, quotes. Yeah. <laughs> none of those were very good. He doesn't no, have oh, any. Wait, hold up. Let me. Can I see them? Yes. I'm going to read it like Ronald Reagan. <laughs> There's more. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well... Riding through the night, and I'm ducking from coppers. I don't think that he has ever done that. Not that I ever have. Ronald Reagan. Quit all the gossip. I'm simply a product of people I rock with. My baby not religious, but she looked just like a goddess. Well, you don't love me, you just networking. Ain't shit to me. It's a walk in the park. Jack Harlow lyrics quotes. These, no, these are, the are bars. These are bars. Are they he, bars? I thought they were yeah. quotes. He, like, here are some actual quotes. I think people right now have me boxed in as a white boy who can really rap. Well, I think authentic... authentic oh, I don't even... That was like hard to read kind of. Yeah. Way yeah, so, like, so stupid. Retarded. <laughs> yeah. Just codeine brain. <laughs> I'm in the business of turning skeptics to believers. Quote, uh, Joel Oystein, basically. He's, oh, he's the crossover. He's the Joel Oystein of rap. When When's the Joel Oystein <laughs> x Jack Harlow concert coming yeah, out? Yeah, Sunday service. Jack Harlow live from <laughs> Jack Harlow's New Sunday Life service is Community him. <laughs> Church. Yeah, Jack, him, the hint book of Harlow. I don't know. He kind of he's icky to me. Fair enough. But yeah, Jack Harlow. All right. So, so yeah, the Jack Harlowification of Ben Cohn is an ongoing saga that we're we're in the midst of, and mm. uh, it's a thing. We're keeping our eye on it, but I'm concerned. I'm 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 with you on that. It's like a party wave, Ben. I'm 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 riding that with you. I, I yeah, these that. guys like Jack Harlow. I you know, <sighs> you know. I just feel icky. I see him. I'm like icky. I, I feel the opposite. I feel like I could just give that guy like a good thirty second hug, and it would. Be, I thought you were gonna say something else. You know, <laughs> that guy a good, a good, a good, uh, you know, no, like just you know, I feel buy, like he could buy be him like a whiskey. He sour. could be like a long lost cousin. Yeah, he could be your cousin from Kentucky for sure. Yeah, you never know. I don't know. He's from Kentucky, and like Chriselle from Selling Sunset is from Kentucky, so I'm kind of like on an anti Kentucky wave right now. <laughs> Fair enough. Chriselle sucks. Uh, Chriselle is absolutely the worst person on Selling Sunset and I just I'm just like very skeptical about anyone from the Commonwealth of Kentucky right now so it's on notice for me um it is and so is and honestly so is the Commonwealth of uh Philadelphia or Pennsylvania notice on notice all right fair enough just just, just notice you're on notice uh speaking of being on notice um another big news story that has been making headlines is the Elon Musk Ben's, Ben's on notice. I'm on notice. Is that what you said? From the last episode, yeah. Yeah. From what? Remember? 
Is Ben on notice? Yeah. Like, ben was notice? just doing some like boring thing about no, Elon he Musk. No, kept, he kept cutting to the chase, and then we had like three other topics. Oh, yeah. We were supposed to put you on notice. But in a way, this is, we did it so sloppily that we put ourselves on notice. That's okay. I just brought it back up, and you're back on notice. You're back on notice. <laughs> All right, shit. But we love you, though. The voice of the man you are about to hear is the voice of a man who is on notice. Well, speaking on notice and being on notifications. There you go. That was smooth. Uh, Elon Musk has bought Twitter for like $44 billion or something. Mm -hmm. Could you even imagine having $44 billion? I mean, no, it's it's imaginary. That doesn't seem real. Like having $44 billion to just just spend on something, not even to just own, to just be able to spend $44 billion on something. On Twitter, on on a website. Piece of shit website. I mean, piece of shit, I wouldn't say that. It's a very strong platform. But to spend $44 billion on it? I mean, I, know, I saw someone compare it to like the billionaires of like old, like the captains of industry of the Gilded Age, buying like you know a a playhouse New- or like yeah, like a newspaper or like Andrew Carnegie like m- buying like a you know the, making the Carnegie Hall buying an opera house. How did and, Andrew like, was Andrew Carnegie like, was he the steel guy? Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, you to know, be a steel billionaire. That's that's, that's swag. That's wild man. That's American drip. Like, what is Elon Musk's money from? Not the cars, right? Because he used other stuff to make the cars. PayPal. His mom, was it PayPal? Yeah. His mom was also like a model. Was his mom a model? You don't get a. You don't become a billionaire modeling though. <laughs> no, but she was. Yo, my mom did some stuff for a Vino you, in you the would, 90s. You would, enough, you would have enough money to almost set yourself up, just to like the yeah. connections and that lifestyle. Like you're you're around wealthy. But how do you guys feel about how do you guys feel about it? I mean, he's Um, like it means nothing to me because I don't use I barely ever use Twitter, ever. I got off Twitter earlier um, this year. It's kind of like a foreign language to me. Mm -hmm. It's one of those apps that it was like almost like Tumblr, and you know like Vine and like all these other things that I just never I'm even TikTok I just don't get into. But I realized like the, the amount of information and. You guys have always said, like, the shit that goes down on Twitter is, like, it's not like Facebook. It's not Twitter's like, cray-cray. Like, it, shit goes down. Like, NS, what is it? Uh, not safe for work? NS, yeah, that. Yeah, and also just, like, crazy people. Like, yeah, and, like, the opinions and what they're... People are just, like, it's, like, they just go say the most horrendous, heinous shit, and then it's Yeah, fine. there's it's always, cool. there's always like, a villain on Twitter. There's always someone like who's... Like, the villain of the day. There's always a and villain of the day. And then there's people the who agree with yeah, them, you know, and they all... Then there's defense of... It's, like, Twitter is kind of like a courtroom. Yeah, it's, like, and, uh, public, yeah. It's, like, back... It's always... It's, like, a volley. It's a perpetual volley. It's um, like the public space that is now virtual that anyone can like stand on a soapbox and yell at people on. I guess I don't care about it. Yeah, um, it I, won't I, make much difference to me because I didn't. I like, he's annoying. Um, but for sure, he's for sure annoying. But also, like, it's not like it was run by some cool people before. Who, like, yeah, who was even in charge before? Like this some faceless ha- board of like technocrats. Like I just mean, some randoms that were just like basically. in charge of it. Yeah. Yeah. At least, at least he's like. Um, were they like the original creators of? No, the, no. no. It was like the original, CEO like, was Jack Dorsey, who's like kind of been heading it for a while, and then he left, and then he came back, and then on the board was just a bunch of random like some tech people, some just like really rich people, kind of a combination. Some people that have like a specified you know specialization yeah. in like inner information technologies, and some people it's like why the fuck are you? So Elon on the board? had to buy out more than one. 
human essentially like he had there was like multiple people invested in it that he had to like he just has a majority he now has like a majority shareholder position in it so he he owns the majority of the shares so now he has like a ruling interest in the company so he can kind of like he in when in when decisions come up in the boardroom or whatever he yeah i think i think i'm eating one of your hairs oh sorry I'm like just feeding my hair to Sam uh, while I'm. It's gross. He's doing like this whole Jack Harlow thing. Was popping. Hey, yeah. we we'll be doing that stuff. <laughs> what that hair be like? I'll beat you up. What that hair be like? What that hair stop, do? What that stop, hair do stop. do? What that hair do do though? Stop. Um, anyway, no, that's pretty wild. Honestly, I don't think it's. Is it going to change the app? I don't think so. He'll probably. It'll probably just. You know, he's like a free speech guy, so maybe there'll be like less. So like censorship or taking down of things, but it's kind of like the censorship uh, may loosen, but is the security going to tighten on this? Because like that could. What do you mean that, security? That could just bring a lot of like sus shit in a sense. It's like people could be like, for like, sure, planning I mean, he... or like organizing certain things. It's kind of like how it almost was before. A lot of people were getting, you know. What, like, deplatformed and yeah, stuff? Yeah, exactly. I think, yeah, I mean, not much will change, probably. Well, that's yet to be seen. Elon's cringe, but he's cringe on his own, like, accord. He's It's not like he's someone who has, like, tons of people, like, you know, coming up with a public-facing image for him and, like, coming up with tweets for him, and he just, like, I don't know, he just, like, posts his own shit where it's, like, uh, he's annoying, but at least he's, like just being himself and yeah not, whatever not I mean, beholden to like a clique of people that are like deciding what he how he presents himself to the like public some midlife crisis shit that he's doing for sure probably but if more people get to say more things that's good so that's true freedom of speech is freedom of speech it's so. very important yeah as well. it's, it's an all or nothing kind of a deal yeah we'll see how it goes whatever because a good conscience and a good mind will see the good and the bad and be able to make the right decision and yeah know, but it's not like he's gonna be like deciding which tweet oh tweets yeah no, stay but just, up. no camera camera is saying see, like, like if an honest person yeah just in general has access to all the perspectives and all the information yeah, then you're, they'll you're, make the right choice yeah. but if it's limited or censored or controlled by like these weird corporate boardrooms then it's not good yeah but elon musk is annoying yeah. yeah, that's the that's the basic yeah. matter. I mean, um, boring. Yeah, it's, it's just like you. He's also like, it's like, oh man, I don't want to deal with the people who like really like him. Yeah, people who like Elon Musk are really are like but more the people annoying than who Elon like Musk. really hate him. It's also becoming kind of annoying to me. But I don't know. I don't even. It's just like I don't want anything to do with him. Fair enough. But yeah. Speaking of someone not having, wanting anything to do with another person. This is mine. Uh, this is mine. Huh? Yeah, that's yours. Okay. But yeah, speaking of, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of someone not having, wanting to, uh, fuck. Dale? <laughs> All right, let me try this one more time. The thing about, you have to understand, is that when you are going with, you, you, so... You're like, everyone get in the car. Where are we going? Get in the car. Shut up. It sounds like a speech no, Joe Biden would yeah, give. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> man, State of the Union. Listen, man. You got Corn Pop. and He's working with ISIS. <laughs> We're going to go find Corn Pop. No, what I was saying is like, if you're going to go to the collection, 
but you don't want to go to Whole Foods, then don't invite me to the collection. Because if we're going to the collection, we're going to Whole Foods. So, <laughs> just saying. Wait, Sam, have you ever been to Erewhon? Uh, no. <laughs> you need to go to Erewhon. No, I don't live in, I'm not an LA guy. But we got to get you, we got to take a field trip to get grocery store. Yeah. It's like the Whole Foods of Whole Foods. Let's just go clog the toilet. Let's just all go <laughs> take tens. Let's tens. eat, let's eat like, let's hit up Noah's dad and get like a good meal in us and then go down there. <laughs> Chug coffee by train, and yeah, just like eat a bunch drink of coffee, drink a bunch smoke of train cigarettes. coffee, yeah. and like yeah, and just yeah, train <laughs> coffee, bro, and just shit it up. Awesome, yeah. Like, Hashtag just be like, Oh my god, this is our first time here. It's so great. Like on, <laughs> yeah, dude, you know, buy a twenty dollar water and leave, and twenty dollar essentia. I've been drinking essentia because I saw Ashley Tisdale post a photo of her drinking it. It's good for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Sharpay. It works for Sharpay. It, it works, works for me. Uh, yeah. That's basically it. That's actually how I think. <laughs> It'd be really cool if they did, like, glass bottles. Yeah. Essentia, if you're, if you're listening. What were you going to say, Ben? Oh, I was going to say... Um, this is a fun, free-flowing episode. It's a free-flowing episode. Yeah, I was, it's, it's all chill. What I was going to say was the other item on our docket is we have some uh, production news, uh, film production news from the set of Fast 10. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is big stuff. This is massive. Yeah. This is a massive we, story. This, we buried the lead with we, this one. Yeah, we really yeah. buried the lead. Yeah. But anyway, uh, director <laughs> of the Fast 10 movie, Justin, Justin Lin. Lin. Yeah, Justin Lin has walked off the set and left his job in dramatic fashion as director of Fast 9 over disagreements with lead actor Vin Diesel um, and producer. He's a producer of the film. Um, reports are saying that uh, they had disagreements over Vin Diesel not knowing his lines. They had disagreements over Vin Diesel uh, not showing up in shape for the film and just not I mean, being who ready. Is, who is Justin Lin to body shame, body shame Vin Diesel? I didn't like that. I don't like that there's body shaming. I know, on. but also Vin has got a he's the tentpole character. Okay, did you see F9? No, of course you did. I did. No, of course I did. And didn't he look great? He looked okay. He looked okay. I mean, he was he was, he was stacked next to Cena. I mean, I don't know. This he didn't is, look great in Fast Nine. I'm gonna be honest. This this to me is just like the rocks, the toxic residue of the Rock, uh, um, poisoning the franchise and poisoning the dynamic. Well, the Rock shows up and works hard and does his no, lines no, no. on the time. Rock, the Rock, the difference between The Rock and Vin Diesel is the difference between uh, a, a, a corporate guy and a free spirit. And I'm sorry that Vin Diesel's a free spirit and I'm sorry that, okay, this is Dominic Toretto, like, the, you're not going to give him some leeway? This is the guy, he's put the shit on his back. I know, but he's really just... I mean, from the reports, it sounds like he's really just phoning it in. You and read a Daily Mail headline. <laughs> I read a, I read a tweet from the Daily Mail that quoted yeah. him. No, but <laughs> the reports, re- reports say <laughs> the data. No, the, the extensive studies. We all know that all Vin cares about now is his burgeoning career as a pop music cover yeah. artist. Like, I'm sorry, he's got other shit on his mind. I'm sorry, he's not just like The Rock. Just but like, what else is, is he, he making? Into, like Steven Seagal. Yeah, I have a band. Yeah, the Vin Diesel blues band. What's up with like action stars <laughs> like wanting? No, what's yeah, up with Bruce Willis? Yeah, what's yeah. up with action stars wanting to start a second career as like a pop musician? 
<laughs> like yeah, Bruce Willis famously. Bruce Willis is on that on the mouth harp, bro. He's yeah. sick. That video of him doing under the boardwalk with the Temptations. <laughs> that's the happiest I've ever seen Bruce Willis. Well, you go for sure, and that, that's definitely the mindset that he goes. Vin he goes. In. He goes. When you tired feet of fire, Bruce. And but that, um, but honestly, those <laughs> those songs are so bad, and those recordings. And then if you look at Vin Diesel's history as a recording artist, it's literally just like covers of like selena gomez and kaigo <laughs> like it's just it's just like a karaoke machine recording of him in his like in his townhouse yeah dude. in his manhattan townhouse he's gonna be yeah. getting a lot of pitbull in the what, future yeah dude imagine what is, okay. what was and it's like his like imagine you're in dubai Imagine you're in Dubai and you're just like zeeped out of your mind on Molly and you're just hanging out with all these guys and you're sitting there, Burj Khalifa, skyline, blue lights, New Year's Eve and Pipple's up on stage and halfway through his set, he's like, yo, you know my next guest? Make some motherfucking noise for Vin Diesel. And then Vin Diesel raises up from below the stage that and goes, a- Dubai, put your hands in the air right now. Then, do, 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 do. And they do give me everything. And Vin Diesel does Neo's part. That's, yeah. And that's a vibe. That's a peak, peak vibe. That's a peak but, vibe. I mean, it's tough for Vin Diesel because his voice is like so nasally and like throaty and weird. It's like, yeah. It's, unique, it's unique, I would say. Yeah, so... You're hating on Vin Diesel. I'm such a Vin Diesel hater. <laughs> but you love the fast movies. <laughs> I'm more there for the ancillary characters. I'm there for Gal Gadot. I'm oh, there... <laughs> God. Giselle. I'm there... Yeah. Giselle. I'm there for fucking... Uh, Luda. Luda. Tyrese. Tyrese, of course. So if our squad was fast... If our squad was fast and furious, who do you think you are? Uh, are you Ludacris and I'm Tyrese? I was gonna say Ben kind of does have Ben's Tyrese Ludacris. Vibes. I'm not gonna lie. Ty- I think Ben's more Luda because he's like tech and Fair like enough. and like kind of yeah. Smart. When it comes to the movie, yeah, yeah, and like personality vibe, you're more Luda, like more of a wisecracker. Yeah, Tyrese is more like delusional. Like yeah. I, I, but I don't know if I'm Tyrese. Either. I was gonna say you were. Th- I was thinking you were. Tyrese. I kind of am. You yeah. kind of Tyrese. Roman. Vibes. Yeah, Roman, Roman vibes. vibes. Loose cannon. Vibes. Loose cannon. He's the loose cannon. Yeah, kind of the the wild card. Yeah, Cam's definitely Paul Walker. Paul Walker. That's sure. what I was thinking too. Yeah, shining star, all yeah. American. I mean, he's got a CIF ring. I'm yeah, dead. Sure. I mean, Varsity Blues. Sure. Yeah, not Paul Paul Walker. I guess Russell could be Han. Yeah. Except I don't it like tracks. he liked uh rice burners, right? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> we can cut that. Uh, no, we'll, no just, we'll just put a siren noise. That's I mean that's a car guy thing to say. <laughs> but like right? Yeah, I yeah, know. He, he likes Nissan. Like, yeah, Japanese. Yeah, he had he the skyline. The, yeah. He likes Nissan. That's with, not me, man. With the big Those spoiler. are cool, though. You don't, wanna, you don't want yeah. to R34 Skyline? No, Cameron's all about, you can't beat American muscle. For sure. What's under the hood? It's all about my family. 
<laughs> like you talk, you talk shit on him, but he is the movie. I know all about family. That's me. yeah. No, it's true. Cameron would have like the Zen riddles, drive the Hellcat. Vin Diesel. I'm, I'm excited to see Vin Diesel's outfits in this next one in Fast Ten because the outfits that he was wearing in Fast Nine were just like it was just like. I, I mean, it was, up. they were just dating. It just, he just obviously didn't, he was like, no, this is what I'm going to wear. It's like skinny, skinny, <laughs> skinny jeans, like acid wash, skinny jeans, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim's, yeah. and like a tank top underneath like a white, you well, know, maybe, button up shirt. Maybe, it's like, dude, that outfit has not Maybe been Justin like Lin, Justin Lin leaving was kind of like the cold water on his face that he needed to like really step it up that's such a bummer though because justin lynn is like he really is the lifeblood of that franchise he really you know when he turned the franchise around from you know after fast four or whatever fast five is really where the franchise was rejuvenated fast five is when they really went a different direction and that was him yeah that and was he, did, he did fast seven which i have seven which i think is the best in the franchise to date because that's when you have jason statham entering the fray yeah as a villain they that got, one was great. And then they redeemed him. I mean, you know. Well, yeah, anyway. There's we, a lot to we've, say. We've uh, gone deep on Fast the Fast and Furious franchise, and we will continue to... Fine. Yeah, it's fine. We will continue to uh, cover more emerging yeah, stories from the Fast as it and breaks, Furious universe, As our yeah. guys on the ground get us those reports we mentioned, yeah. <laughs> as the good people at the Daily Mail post clickbait articles that Ben reads in my kitchen... <laughs> We will we will continue to uh, relay that information to all of our hundreds of thousands of. What listeners. do they call Fast and Furious fans? The oh, Fasties. No, oh, that's so uh, that's Furious, 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 OG Furries. I mean, family would be the thing to call. Yeah, them. no, just family, family, family. It's, it's like family. family. It's family. Yeah, it's all about family like and then if they think you're part of the mob you say no 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 i just like I just, fast and furious I like fast and furious five through nine <laughs> we so, look like minions <laughs> but anyway we're not here to talk we're not well we we are here to talk about the fast and furious franchise at all times but we're yeah. mainly here to talk about a film called escape from the bronx one other thing that. we want to get to before we do that okay these nuts we want to get to these nuts. Kid Rock. Have some of the... Yo, it's Kid Rock, and I'm here Who's to say... That? Fuck Joe Biden all day. Yo, Sleepy Joe, suck on my dick. Fuck Joe Biden, he makes me sick. It's Kid Rock. Detroit till I die, bitch. Wow, like- thanks, Kid Rock. That was an incredible uh, live performance from our good buddy. Good to have... Uh, Rob Ritchie called in. <laughs> Not every day he calls in. Is that folks. his name? Yeah, that's his real name. Rob Ritchie. Should have just gone with Rob Ritchie. Rob Ritchie. That rules. Rob Ritchie. If you're at home and you're uh, not driving, you should uh, Google Kid Rock childhood home and see the house that Kid Rock grew up in, and then it will it'll really put his music in perspective for you. Well, while our listeners do that, we have one (laughs) listener submitted question. I got a midget playing drums. (laughs) Um. Uh, Okay, anyway. (laughs) Rob Ritchie. Shouts out to Rob Ritchie. But like I said, we're (laughs) going to... I'm a cowboy. I'm a cowboy. (laughs) Like I said, we're going to get to uh, listener submitted questions that we submitted on our Instagram earlier. Drinking whiskey out the bottle, singing Sweet Home Alabama 
all summer long. Nice. Um, friend of the show, Grant Women, asked us, Mary Fuck Kill, Giorgio's, Star Market, or Rubens? Three legendary Ojai establishments that are no, no longer, longer on this earth. Yeah. Pour some out. Okay, Mary. I'm going to have to marry. <laughs> I am, dude. Will you want me to go first and then you're going to talk over me? Nice. Cool. Is it my turn yet? <laughs> no, it's not your turn. It's we, my turn. You did ask us. Yeah. So you, you asked my opinion, Skip, and then you're going to talk over me, Skip. That's how I feel right now. Um, anyway. Guys, guys, we have a lot to get to on the lineup today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't, we can't do this. We can't do this. We have a lot to I'm talk Jenny. about today. We have For a sure. lot to talk yeah, about. I'm Jenny. Cameron, skip your Shannon. Nice. As it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Jenny's husband's hot. Really? I Googled him. Nice. Um, Mary Fuck Kill, Giorgio's, Star Market, Rubens. All right. I'm going to marry Giorgio's because... The the yeah Giorgio's just holds a special place in my heart. Fuck, that's a tough one, dude. Uh, fuck. I'm gonna fuck Rubens because those burritos are wet. Ooh, they weren't even wet. <laughs> no, though. I know, but they're wet. <laughs> Dry they would burrito. make you a little wet. <laughs> exactly. I'm wet. <laughs> if you know, you know. Yeah, you know, you know. <laughs> Uh, and kill, I guess that leaves kill star market. They had the they had the yeah. carpet. They yeah, had you can try if they don't put a knife in your throat yeah. first. Oh, God damn it! That just totally makes my story. Yeah. So okay. here's what I'm gonna do because he didn't write Mary fuck kill. He wrote MFK. So for me, that's Mary French kiss. I'm gonna marry Giorgio's because I want to be Mrs. Samuel Giorgio's bean. I'm gonna French kiss Rubens. And I'm. That's it. So there's Mary right. French Kiss. Fair enough. Yeah. For all those you don't know, Giorgio's was a legendary sports bar that uh, was yeah. open on the. Now it's called Ojai Pub. Now it's called Ojai Pub. And I went there and got bread pudding. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I was like, hey, can I get bread pudding? It's on the menu. It's was like, it good? Yeah, it was really good. It was like a couple years ago. Nice. But yeah, Giorgio's was legendary. Monday Night Football couple there. Years, a couple years back. <laughs> Remember when we won the Super Bowl for Topa Topa Ben and we had our little meal there after? So awesome. How legendary was that with, uh, was it Kim Carlson's like stepdad? Oh, that guy was cool. And he yeah. literally, that he was like, I'm your coach, but you guys can draw up your own plays. And we just like did our own thing the whole year and we ended up winning everything. Yeah. Well, at then, the end of the season, he's like, I don't even know how we did it, but that yeah. he was just like some farmer, like some, some rancher. Cool guy. He was like a rancher. Yeah, he was cool. You know who wasn't cool was, uh, we can beep his name, I'll say it, Mark Weil, who coached the fourth grade Topa Topa flag football team. Kind and, of a narc. And kind of ended oh, kind of. ended my football career before it began when he kicked me off the team. But honestly, his kids turned out really chill. I'm not going to lie. I've had some, the last couple times I've ran into a few of them have been... Yeah, no, I'm, good, I'm so. not. I'm not assassinating his character. I'm so just luckily, saying. Luckily, the apple didn't fall too far from the tree. I'm simply. No, it did I, fall far from the oh, tree. It did. No, yeah. Listen, I'm that's not. A good I'm, thing. I'm yeah. not assassinating the man's character or his integrity, but I'm saying he was not a good football coach, and that's just that's just a sports opinion. That's simply a sports opinion about the 2004 Topa Topa Fight Football Team, of which I was a member. I was on the offensive line, and I was kicked off not because I couldn't perform my duties, but because I was. A bit of a chatterbox. You know why? He, he just he could not find a position for you to play. You know, he might have any been a good, good ex Any good coach would have found a spot for you on because that Because I'm a mobile QB. Like, what any, am I doing on yeah. the line? Put he might have been a good ex and O's guy, but he was Hello, not a glue guy. Quick, quick four yards, we got that <laughs> yeah. with this kid. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, I'm like, oh, we want to do a fake punt? I will say this about who's Mark. Who's the guy who does a fake punt? Me. On, on a positive note about Mark, 
I do hope I have the amount of energy he does at his age. Yeah, I mean, good yeah. Enough, I don't that know. is that's all I'll say. I'm not saying anything negative. I'm just saying he's not the guy to coach a flag football team. No, maybe an adult flag football team. If you're a flag football team an and you want a flag football no. team, would be great. Mm-hmm. Nope. nope, children. No, if not you, the vibe. If you're a flag football team and you want to hire a head coach, I would say look elsewhere and maybe get someone who who understands, you know. Who, who doesn't want to throw away talent when they see scathing how, remarks? It's how, not. It's not scathing. It's nothing about his character, about him as a man. It's simply my opinion about the way he equivocated himself on the Topa Topa flag football field. And I think it was unprofessional. I think if he had seen me for who I was, he would have put me in the pocket. He would have let me have a few tosses. I would have been the white Michael Vick. Fair enough. Right now, they'd call me. They'd call me White Vick. Yeah. Yeah. No, they would have had to have had an ambulance at all games yeah. for the amount of ankles he would have yeah. brought. Yeah, Irish Vic. <laughs> Sam Vic. Vic yeah. O'Grady. Yeah, Vic O'Hulahan. Yeah. Wait, Cam, you never Shout answered. out to Newport News, Virginia, hometown okay, of Okay, yeah, I didn't answer. So I'm going to, honestly, I'm going to marry Rubens. That salsa, that hot sauce that they had, and the just the BRCs, the, the, the size of the burritos, they even had the Ninos that were perfect. Just the whole vibe. It was a really like hole in the wall, authentic s is what you, whatever you want to call it coming out of Ohio. But it was great food at a reasonable like time. You know, you could basically see your burritos being made right in front of you, and it was you know all chill. The horchata there was oh, very good, super bomb, and just like just fun, just the environment. Like you know, like when we would show up, kind of like after like we would just kind of show up some days, and there'd be nobody in there, and we'd have like the two little tables that had. But they could fit four people max. And then they kind of had, like, bar seating as well, but, like, no one really sat there. It was just kind of, like, to, to get your order and... Mm-hmm. To wait know. hang out. Yeah. Yeah, Ruben's so was great. It was just, yeah, like, a so, what was your, what was your so other I'm, story? I'm going to get to that, and uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. So I'm marrying Ruben's. I'm definitely fucking Giorgio's, because that shit's greasy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um... Oh my gosh! But it's facts. Yeah, yeah. It's facts. No, I mean it's not. Where's the lie? They also had like a few flat screen TVs, so you know they were doing well. A few. They had thirty eight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thirty eight <laughs> to be exact. Had the jumbotron um, on the ceiling, playing like a little cross game from the nineties. You know, it's just like a. It's like that. sport. Giorgio's would have been like the perfect Netflix and chill buddy, where it's like they have. The games that you need, you know, you can play your arcade games. You have your pizza by the slice. <laughs> Camera's you got your cheap, cheap beer, and you got your flat screen TVs. Need a girl with a pinball. And machine it's local. Her. And it's local. And Star, <laughs> it's already gone. So we killed that. Well, shouts out to Robert. He's got a new burger spot uh, downtown. Guy, former owner of uh, Giorgio's, now is a new restaurant. What's it called? That burger place. <laughs> it's um, not a burger y- place. It's the pub. No, it's Yumi. No, yeah, Yumi Burger. Yumi so, Burger downtown in the arcade is owned by the guy who owned Giorgio's, Robert. Oh, okay. So go support Yumi Burger. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were talking about... Go get a Yumi Burger. Go that's, do it. Yeah, go get a fucking Yumi Burger, dude. I've heard it's fucking incredible. Yeah, go get Yumi, bud. Sounds dank. Sounds like a, a date night idea for you and a fella. Go get some Yumi. Oh, yeah. Well, well thanks for writing in, Grant. Yeah, thanks for writing in, Grant. We appreciate your, your You're question. You're the only one who wrote in. Yeah. Well, you didn't have to say that on air, but... I mean, fuck fake friends. Fair enough. <laughs> That's all I'll say. Friend, Loyal- frenemies. Yeah. All I got is frenemies. Yeah, loyalty is everything. 
Nah, it's nah. the only thing. Grand is a real one. Grand's a real these one. These are for facts. Th- yeah, these are literally. Also, I honestly here's because I know he's gonna hear this. Will Bud Hugh, you're slacking with the questions. I'm yeah, well, I, we love Will Bud we love Hugh. Will, thanks for his support. Solid listener of the show. Friend of the show, Discord member. Discord member. Shout out to eight hundred five hundred Discord. Still accepting, you know, membership. All are welcome. All are welcome. It's just, it is literally one of the safest corners of the internet. Yeah, come voice your opinion on. Yeah, we've been anything and everything. We've been pro free, free speech way before Musk, for sure, and way before Elon buying Twitter. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Double, double tap. No finger, no fingerprints, no fingerprints. No well, fingerprints. speaking of a tactical experience. Uh, this film we're, we're mainly here to discuss a film that we watched yeah, the, earlier the second half of our program yeah the second half of the program we're going to be reviewing and discussing a wonderful film mm. 1983 Italian action film called Escape from the Bronx a legendary movie incredible mm. uh, this kind of just came up on our radars and we had to turn it on and watch it and we were not uh, disappointed it was an incredible incredible watch Top to bottom, short runtime, like ninety minute runtime, but really packed it in. No, I mean it's 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 a it's a busy film, you know. Yeah. Much like the city that never sleeps, New York, where it takes place. It, this is a this is a, a thrill a minute, uh, uh, you know, ride. So, quick synopsis of the film: uh, it takes place in. It was made in nineteen eighty three, but the film takes place in two thousands New York. It's a the city is undergoing a process of revitalization, specifically in the Bronx neighborhood, and it's like this dystopian sci-fi, uh, you know, Mad Max type setting, but in New York, where in the ruins, you know, in the ruins of the Bronx of a neighborhood that had been, you know, not really, you know, given a lot of attention. One and, entire borough. Yeah, an entire borough. You know, it was filmed. Outer, the Outer Burrows. So anyway, the film takes place. Our main character, literally named Trash. Yeah, Trash is a beast. Trash is a beast. He's he, a big guy. He's great got great Samson-like Herculean head of hair. Incredible. Uh, uh, he's got the leather jacket. He's got the the fucking dirt bike with the skull on the front of it. He's got the Confederate flag patch. Even though he's viciously Italian, but he also is rocking. He's flying the stars and bars. Rebel flag, which is, you know, hashtag problematic, but it's there. He's got the bandolier, bedazzled bandolier revolvers, you know. It's an incredible looking Motorcycle film. boots. Yeah. yeah. He, the, the, our first moment of seeing Trash, um, he's riding a motorcycle through the ruins of Bro- the Bronx and is spotted by a helicopter. And yeah. these silver-suited goons are leaning out of the helicopter shooting at him. And he pulls out a pistol. They wear these shiny aluminum Yeah silver jumpsuits and motorcycle helmets the bad guys yeah so basically the bad guys in the film the antagonists in the film are glorified uh pest removal but the pests what are they called the demolition and yeah the demolition and or it's like the sanitation and demolition department department and they they like have like it's like a roving they're like roving death squads that go around and like Vans, they got Uzis people. and they got flamethrowers and nothing else. <laughs> nothing else. That's all they have. And they all just... they have are Uzis and flamethrowers. And one guy has a big silver hammer. One guy has a big yeah. silver hammer. Some only of the guys. One, with the thing only is, one only person. one guy has the silver hammer. Everyone else has an Uzi or a flamethrower. But basically, the... no other gear. <laughs> yeah. 
The film starts with uh, Trash taking out an attack helicopter, and then he goes with down. With a single pistol shot. With a single pistol shot from hundreds of miles away. But yeah. anyway, his Trash's family is torched and dispossessed of their well, house his, in the Bronx. So the big thing is that the people who are trying to destroy the Bronx, they want to blow it all up and create like this like future city, like metropolis like you know like with like fly you know they want to they want to like gentrify the bronx that's the mission and they're they're the big uh, gimmick is that if you leave the bronx voluntarily you'll be resettled to a solar powered house in new mexico but yeah. it's it's alluded to that this is in fact a lie and those who get on the buses leaving the bronx are murdered genocided so people remain in the Bronx, but these silver-suited guys go in there to, to collar them and bring them to presumptively like a concentration camp. So it's pretty intense. It's pretty intense. And, and the- Trash's dad is one of these guys who's like, I'm not leaving the Bronx. And so Tra- what, yeah, Trash's so what- mom is like, let's go to New Mexico. And they're living in... They actually have, like, one of the nicer setups in the thing. Yeah, it was pretty nice. They got Spacious, a sink. They, got, they eat the a house. fridge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They got a little flat. A like, fridge full of Budweiser. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you had an ice-cold Budweiser. Yeah, the silver Gestapo interrupts uh, yeah. Trash's dad in the middle of chugging him. Chug- a, chugging an ice-cold Bud. Yeah, and he gets torched while Trash is out. Trash finds his family. No, but he, but he picks up a bat. Trash's dad... No, yeah. he doesn't go out without fight. <laughs> oh, he cracks a couple oh, of them. There's some incredible... Some of, there's some incredible slow mo shots of like not just Trash's dad beating a guy's face in with a baseball bat, but just like there's so many incredible. <laughs> Multiple sl- people get yeah like exploded. Get it? Stunt work is immaculate. Yeah. The squib work, the the, yeah. the squibs where the the fake gunshots explode on people's chests is incredible. No, there's guys just flipping in the air yeah, all the, the time. The people, the the deaths are the people like the extra, oh, the yeah. background extras go. Everyone through. in the movie is Italian. There's there's not a single name in the credits that <laughs> these were the most Italian names I've seen. There was like yeah. it was like Carlo Carlo Giuseppe Mondavi, assistant cameraman. I mean, let's read some of these names. Yeah. Okay. Directed by Enzo G. Castellari. Screen by screenplay by Tito Carpi. Enzo G. Castellari again. <laughs> Produced by Fabrizio Dell'Angelis. Uh, it's like... Cinematography by Blasco Girato. Edited by Gianfranco Amicucci. Music yeah. by Francesco De Massi. So it really is an Italian affair. But a lot of it was filmed in New York. You can tell the exteriors are all shot in New York in the you know in the ruins of the Bronx when it was still yeah you know, yeah not, this is not a great place. It was like the worst place in the yeah. city. I mean, it was actually it was actually in total disrepair. Totally. So this is, but one of the yeah. highlights of the film is once uh, it's very it's very like crack epidemic vibes. Yeah, and there's a moment early on in the film when Trash, our protagonist, uh, goes to the underground to meet the leader of the underground resistance, and you 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 get the sense that I mean, just the the background actors are all just dressed incredibly. Like there's so many great outfits that are just in the background of the film that you see like. There's guys, it's like a full-on mix well, of people. The, the underground is like you have pimps in monochrome, like blue and purple suits. You have the pimps hose. You have Nazis. Both Straight like up. You have one black Nazi. You have like Wearing legit like Nazis. Wearing leather yeah, jacket. Yeah, no, like full-on swastika vibes. 
Then you have like more legit looking Nazis, and then you have like the village people are also yeah. down there, and like Devo. Yeah, there's is- a moment where the, where Trash is walking through the the <laughs> underground like lair where there's tons of people, and there's just like four dudes dressed in all silver with like silver hockey sticks, like doing yeah. a dance routine doing in the back. <laughs> there's like Cambodian men making noodles. And, and it, then the leader of the leader of the underground is like this really awesome like Italian dude, full massive arms. Italian, yeah. His outfit yeah, is incredible. He's got like a frilly. He's got like a frilly pirate shirt with no he's sleeves a, he, and a leather he, jacket. I call him, he's like Lenny Kravitz kind of yeah, a feel. Lenny Kravitz vibes for sure. Yeah, his one single earring is like the vibe, for sure. But the thing is like. Trash really doesn't say much in the film. He has, like, three lines. You well, he's kind t- of an empty... You're kind of supposed to just, like... He's a stand-in for you. Mm-hmm. That's how I took it. Like, you are trash. Thanks. <laughs> no, I'm just... What I'm saying is, like... Trash isn't every man, you know? He's just a guy. Yeah. It's like Jake Sully in Avatar. <laughs> so this movie's a lot like Avatar. Yeah. That's what I would say. Um, I mean, you have the... Comparing it to Avatar, you have, like, the similar, like, thinly veiled or, like, thinly... Like, it's insinuated that, like, the the military rule or, like, the, the like, authority figures or the forces are just, like, you know, oh, here's the bad guys. They're gonna, you know, pave over this, you know, vibrant community or, like, take people out or whatever. It's, like, it's something there. One 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 thing we were talking about with the with the bad guys the uh, the like faceless agents of the like sanitation wing they're like wearing these silver outfits um, they have like full it's like it's almost like a spacesuit but it's not like really a, no, it was a spacesuit the guys with the flamethrowers have like deep sea diver helmets yeah and then the guys with the Uzis have like. Daft motorcycle. Punk motorcycle. You just helmets. regular, regular motorcycle that are helmets. fogged up. They're fogged up the entire time. The visors are down. They yeah. obviously can't see anything. So it, on the front. it makes Smoked sense out. that they always miss. Yeah, in this one <laughs> because like yeah, but they blast pretty hard. Um, and they're they're working on the behest of Fred Trump, who yeah. is in the movie in all but name. Um, the guy they got to play this the slumlord um developer like construction magnate character is a dead ringer for Trump's dad, Fred Trump. And the model he has, the diorama of what he's going to build when he destroys the Bronx, is just a giant model of Trump Tower. It's a giant (laughs) golden phallus. And there's like, he's displaying it in front of all his underlings. And they're like, damn, you're fucking tight. You're sick. And then this journalist lady is like, at the press conference is like, you're killing the people of the Bronx. And he's like, he's like, you're dumb. Like, get out of here. Who Who is this woman? And they escort her out. And then, say less. And yeah, say less, bitch. And then she like shows photos that show um, the the co-villain played by the great Henry Silva, who you might know from the original Manchurian Candidate or uh, Steven Seagal's Above the Law. He's playing the dude who leads the silver suit men. And he wears a black tracksuit we, that yeah. Missy Elliott... Um, can't stand the rain music video oh, tracksuit. Yeah. We were, I mean, we were kind of disappointed by his wardrobe because the silver guys are look all right. It, it works. I mean, but it works his track goons, but he's the boss. He's he needs the boss. a little something else. Yeah. And he's just doing what they're doing, but all black. And he's also, yeah, I mean, no body shaming, but it's not like he's the super ripped or like he's kind of drowning. He's an older man. No, for sure. He's sexy, but not in like a ripped you know action star you're familiar way. with Henry Silva though like in the 60s the Manchurian Candidate you're not even familiar no I see Ben was kind of throwing shade at him the whole time I was like give the guy a break like 
This is a dynamic. I mean, I'm a Henry Silva I fan. was, yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't impressed by his delivery. I think yeah. maybe part of it had to do with the fact that the entire film was dubbed over in like 80. <laughs> yeah. Because like well, none of these people spoke English. Well, yeah. No, they spoke English, but... It, yeah. No, Ben. None of these people spoke English. You can no. tell that they're speaking English words, but... In the original recording, it was probably like so, so unintelligible. Or so like, the, in, the you entire think they just couldn't pick it up because there was so much shit going on on the outside. Like yeah, the them. sound guy was fighting for his life on that entire film. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, so whatever. Henry Silva is whatever, and then the 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 head of Fred Trump is accused of hiring Henry Silva's character, whose name was Floyd Wrangler. But the way these people say it, they're like, Boyd, like, you, you get no idea. Boyd Wangler. We're like, is his name Wangler? Like, is it Noid Bangler? Or is it Zoid Hangler? Like, it's Floyd Wrangler, who's a, in the, in the film's universe, is a noted war criminal. <laughs> but but for some reason, yeah, whatever. We were calling them. We were calling the silver shirted guys the uh, the board ape brown shirts. Yeah, because they have the board ape the board ape hats. It's like like space. Yeah, they, they look like NFTs. <laughs> yeah, they do look like NFTs or like the MTV Music Video Award. Um, <laughs> for sure. And then so trash. Uh, his parents die, so he decides to kidnap Fred Trump. Yeah, there's like a weird moment where like his parents die, and then he like very quickly becomes like the face of the insurgency. Yeah. yeah, where you don't see it, and then there's like literally like two seconds after you see him like seeing his parents die, then there's this massive shootout with the uh, Bordet brown shirts, and. Then so then the entire movie is like one big gunfight though. So, yeah. like, before, before guns the, are always going off before it's... the shootout because I think they tried to make this like an important scene in the movie. He kind of puts both of his parents together in the room and he's like cuddling his like basically like holding his mom, <laughs> this saying his so last good. goodbyes while the the villains are outside with. Like uh, TNT. Oh, there's a lot the, of TNT. No, yeah, they're demolishing the entire neighborhood and they're calling out while he's just holding his parents, like basically saying his last goodbyes. And he's still there, like while things are blowing up. So mm-hmm. he's like dipping out of these buildings as they're blowing up. And it just kind of it shows him. What is that when uh, it was like a scene? Oh, he rubs his bike out that of That one right? book uh, where he, the blade is just hanging over him and it goes. The pen, the yeah. the pit in the pendulum. Yeah, from, yeah, exactly. Edgar Allan Poe. Ex- I was gonna say, I know it's Edgar Allan Poe, but I don't remember the the name of it. Shout but anyways, to our email So he's underneath a bunch of rubble, and there's this like ladder, like rocking oh, right. back yeah. and yeah. forth over him, kind of like about to fall, and he's like, they don't even make. We don't much even out of see that. the re- resolution of that. It's that just is just literally like he, just he gets, gets out. out of that, and he jumps down something, and he goes, oh, and it's all dusty, <laughs> and then it's just these guys driving down the road. And they see a bunch of, like, I don't even want to call them rebels because they're just civilians, essentially, in the Bronx. And they're like, there's a group of them, and our van is full. Let's just burn them. Mm-hmm. So then that starts a yeah. whole shootout. And then the, the the character we mentioned earlier, the uh, reporter, the, is there the, to witness the, the whole thing. The crusader for truth. Yeah. And so What's she, her name? She's kind of fab. I kind of yeah, liked she her. Cool. She's, like, very Italian, kind of, like, glamorous. like Valerie Dobson. Oh, wow. Is that the character name? Valerie Dobici. As Moon Gray. Her name's Moon Gray. 
Yeah, she's kind she, of a cool name. She's cool. Um, but anyway, she gets roped into this thing. They, they're going to kidnap Fred Trump. Yeah, they basically decide that they need to kidnap the the main villain, the guy who's developing the Bronx. The one who's funding all the murders and the, the, president of it. And the ethnic cleansing and yeah. the, who wants to build a, literally the model's a giant golden tower. And he's like, this is the future of human civilization. But to But to – carry out that plan they need to find someone who can get yeah, them to, to the get... manhattan underground in the tunnels and there's only apparently one person who's done that before mm-hmm. this awesome dude who uh, uh by far the, the be- coolest guy in the movie by far the coolest guy in the movie so basically our introduction to this character is there they the ma- trash and valerie go to meet him in mm-hmm. some place in long island and they're ambushed by this child <laughs> child soldier who yeah. tells them to fuck off basically at yeah. gunpoint and yeah, then with a revolver him, with a revolver and then brings him brings him to this guy now quote what the kid says <laughs> quote it it's a movie they, they go through like they're like walking through these catacombs of like rubble and then this kid like swings down from the ceiling with this giant like 45 and points it at trash and well, I forget what the, how the exchange goes he calls him a slur. Then we're introduced to like the coolest motherfucker. Well, they in this walk. Film. They walk into this room where there's just like, it's kitted. So many guns. <laughs> it's the kitted room. You got tacked up, Uzis. T- all the guns are so kind of. It's really like vintage guns. Yeah. He's yeah. got Uzis. He's got like Steins. He's got and then big American flag, big Canadian flag. And then he also had another. He had like there was a few flags. There's a Colombian hanging. flag yeah, too. Yeah, it was a Canadian, a Colombian, and an American flag. <laughs> and there's a bathtub with a giant flag emblazoned on it. And then there's a confessional booth. Yes. With so the, with guns encircling a confessional booth in the middle of the room. And, and so yeah, so the trash is like, oh, we we've got to kidnap the president. And the guy's like, of the United States. He just says it like we're gonna kidnap the president. Pops his head out. He's like, of the United States. No, and then but then him and Valerie have this really interesting. Well, moment. the guy is incredible. Yeah, he calls him the greatest. Yeah, well, he's like, what, what's his character name? Uh, Strike. His character name is Strike. <laughs> And he's like he's like this really Italian like he's like a race car driver, and he he also has a Luger a signature weapon, and then so he pops good. out of the confessional booth and is like, "We're gonna kidnap the president," and then Valerie's like, "They say you're the best," and he starts making out. With her. Yeah, he yeah. just grabs her and starts making out. So Very like, Italian. Yeah, so I was like, "Oh, so they have history. They know each other." And then it's just like they never reference that fact again, or yeah. like develop their romantic and she's like, relationship. She's like moaning all softly as he as he kisses her, and she's like, "You're the one who robbed the plaza," and he's like, "That's right," and she goes. <sighs> and you looted Tiffany's, and he goes, "That was me." It's incredible, so awesome. And then they're like, "Who's the kid?" And he's like, "It's my son. He's coming with us." <laughs> yeah. So they go and they get to Manhattan. Yeah, they get to Manhattan. They lay a bunch of booby traps, TNT and claymores. So awesome. They go to Man- mainly set by the child. Yeah, they go to Manhattan where Fred Trump makes this dramatic entrance in front of the New York press corps and the New York governor. Governor Cuomo, um, oh. and he talks to them about the future of the Bronx and the future of New York, and he gives this little speech. And as they're about to knock down this building and like you know like a ribbon cutting ceremony, 
fucking uh, the reporter lady runs out mm-hmm. and it's like, like makes a distraction makes, makes a, a distraction and, and then, then the governor she's like she has a gun and all the cops shoot her and they <laughs> drop a gun on her yes. and then this one reporter's like she didn't have a gun they're like you're blind I saw it myself and they just shoot him and then all hell breaks loose because trash and strike start lighting the whole it's a big another massive shootout a lot of set pieces in this film <laughs> yeah a lot of set pieces but eventually they kill the governor and they get trump they get him he escapes like <laughs> well five different times he's wearing this raincoat that's like six Clark. yeah it's like <laughs> it's like six times too big for him and trash grabs him and he does this like Dr. Zoidberg shuffle move where he slips. It's a weird little shimmy. <laughs> yeah. And like that I think is why Trump Trump wears big oversized jackets, so if you grab him he can slide out of it. <laughs> so he slips away, but they get him. They get him back. They have that happens like four more times they, where he slips they, away and there's like another hour. sheds like another layer of clothes. Yeah. Like oh, bill fitting clothes. There's like another hour of the movie where they're just going back through the catacombs, blowing things up. <laughs> shooting shooting the people as they pursue Shooting guys, just murdering these guys. The kid definitely kills... He, the kid amasses a body count yeah. for sure. So then they get back to the Bronx and they, they show Fred Trump to the underground, the resistance. And they're like, okay, cool. Well, we're going to kill him. And they're like, no, we got to ransom him. But then Henry Silva and is launches an all-out attack um, with the blessing of... Fred Trump's son, who who wanted to fuck the diorama of yeah, all the buildings, there's a scene, like a scene of him alone looking at the model of the big golden skyscraper, and he's just running his hands over he's it, caressing it, and he kind of phallic imagery. He's like Kendall Roy from Succession, and he drives this like crisp ass red Porsche. That he's like, I, I don't know, it's so weird. He just like whips up in this red port, just in like the wreckages of this like urban city. It's like like mounds of bodies. He pulls up in this crisp ass Porsche. It's like my father. Like we're going to build the city, and he actually arranges with Henry Silva to kill Fred to double cross Fred Trump, and they do in in the final battle. They murder Fred Trump, and then the movie just kind of ends. Yeah, the movie just kind of ends on a really weird note. Like, there's like well, this no, pre- relative kill the real bad. Guy. There's like this yeah. relatively short standoff where you think there'd be like some big hand to hand combat battle. No, there's between... no fist fight. No, there's, there's never a fist fight. It's all gunplay. It's, and a, bomb it's play. all shooting and, and flamethrowers. There's like there's like three moments where someone uses a baseball bat, but there's no like. I will say though, I mean, for the amount I mean, of like Josh non- fights off a couple bums and then he whips a gun. Out yeah, of but then he shoots him. I think I think that was by design because the one moment where there is hand to hand combat, like trash looks has very like feminine like body motions and body. His name is ca- Trash. I know. I feel weird even just saying that. It's literally he's listed as the wicked. I thought it was like a nickname. I thought there was just like they were just like oh calling him gutter trash. Well, yeah, like Ben no, and I just... for a while were like, are they just calling these people trash? Like anything but human, like rats, dog. Like, like... Well, there's also there's like so many weird people in the underground. Yeah, that you see for a second. There's one... like, that's, so, that's what's great no, about Sam, movies like this. Sam like... called it out. He made like a really good like he called it. He's like it's like the internet. 
Yeah, it's like, it's like it's Nazis, everyone's and down there. Nazis and, and like hoes and Cambodian people. And then he also said the 805 and Revolt Discord. And I, yeah. will, I will be the first to tell you there are no Nazis. No Nazis. But we do have a lot of freaks. No Nazis, but we definitely have some pimps and hoes. <laughs> some furry elements yeah. for sure. Yeah, there's definitely, definitely some interesting people in our Discord. But anyway, yeah, this like the it's and, yeah, you could be one it's of them. pretty impressive because like for the amount of gunplay that happens, it never gets old. It doesn't like there's always something new being brought to the table in the gunfights that they have, whether gotta, it's them rappelling down the stairs it. or you know, I don't know. It, it, gets, it does get old. I gotta throw it back like yeah. maybe twenty minutes in the film. It was like when we were talking about how the the rebellion kind of starts and no one, nobody ever. Thank you. There was no, it was like he falls out of the building and then he's all of a sudden like in charge of everybody. At one point, like the civilians had bombs on him. Oh, that moment ruled. And that like was... they didn't even show that they they were just like they rounded up all these people and like they were some they took the 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 Bordet brown shirts took yeah. took prisoners and then like really quickly rigged bombs to them and then <laughs> oh my god really like within thirty seconds yeah yeah through, you yeah. missed this at about within like thirty yeah. seconds rigged bombs to them and then and then the, the there was like the a freedom, scene where yeah. like they were trying to like help him he's like let me untie you brother and he's like. I got, a bomb. I got a bomb on me, brother. Get the hell away from me, brother! Like, and then they explode. the The mannequin explosion work is great. A lot. Like, anytime someone dies in this film, it's in slow motion and yeah. it's just captivating. Yeah, it's just incredible. Like the 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 stunt work of people falling after they've like a squib exploded on their chest is just people, exquisite. People get wrecked in this movie, bro. People yeah. get shot in so many different ways. People get slammed in the face with ba- like. There's a baseball bat where someone. And that's like the only oh, time no, no, no. they show blood is like when like the the head. It's like deadliest yeah. warrior. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what it looks like. It's like the deadliest warrior, like gelatin, like skull guy. Yeah. <laughs> ballistics just, gel just head. Explode. They don't try to hide anything. They don't hide the lips, like the lip syncing essentially. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so the, good. yeah the lip syncing and like audio replacement is just so heinous. <laughs> <laughs> like. It's it's a motherfucker. There of a are movie, some man. really really like low key incredible scenes and cuts, and then there's some really terrible. Yeah, ones the as well. the the variation in quality of like the the filming, like there's some really like Cameron said, there's some really incredible shots where it's really beautiful and like really cool looking, and like you kind of get the vibe they were going for. Yeah, yeah. And then there's some moments like I think it was all the interior stuff, like all the stuff well, inside the even studio. Though, like, the it's just like oh, this is trash. not great. The yeah. first scene with trash, you called it out. You're like, the lens is like super filthy. Like <laughs> yeah, there was like dust all just, over. Like yeah. you just see all these spots, like dirt. Like it was just like. I, I mean, my favorite shot was when Fred Trump uh, descends from the sky <laughs> at the press conference to meet the governor with his like fleet of helicopters. That was really cool looking. That was beast. Yeah. Fred Trump was kind of a beast. Yeah, spent, spent a decent amount of money on that scene alone. Yeah, although sure. although he kind of pushed out when he was at gunpoint, he's like, I have nothing to do with this. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but whatever. That's something the person in charge would say. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, for Shift sure. the blame, for sure. But, yeah, like we were saying earlier, the movie just kind of ends. <laughs> There's not really any resolution. People just die. 
And then pretty much trash everyone is dies just left. except for trash. Everyone and strike. dies. Yeah, everyone died. Yeah, strike. We were all we were kind of expecting the whole time. It's like okay, Strike's kid is gonna die now. Okay, this is the scene where Strike's gonna die. Because and... Strike was too cool. Like, he's gonna go in a blaze of glory. Yeah, there's no way he walks away. Did the woman die? Who kissed yeah, her? yeah, she died early. They, yeah, they, she, she died when they, they when they kidnapped her. The yeah, that's right. Yeah. They, yeah, they really should have had one more person in that squad that could have died in the they transit. Should have a, they should have had a funny guy who wore, like, a fedora and, like, uh, played the trumpet. Yeah, or the kid could have died. That would have been a good moment. I really liked, I really, really liked the soundtrack. The soundtrack was lie. great. Like, it did not, it didn't match up for every scene. Like, there would be, like, random, like, romantic, like, when the yeah. kid, when the kid dropped down and he was just like, freeze, there was, like, kind of, like, a romantic soundtrack yeah, going there was and then, also, and like, yeah. he just had a gun pointed at him it's like wait a minute this doesn't match up also in the beginning when when uh, Trash discovers his parents are dead there's like this sexy saxophone track playing <laughs> yeah, I love it. saxophones though it yeah. was not a sad saxophone it was more of a sexy time saxophone this, this, so it was I mean maybe that's the Italian real, this, aspect of this it this is a real gem so oh, sure. the last episode it's available, by the way. We should have, we'll put this in the description, but it's available for full on YouTube and also on Amazon Prime streaming. And what I was about to say, the last episode we did on, like, we called it a B-level movie. Would you yeah. put this under B-level as well? I'd put this under 8 for 80500 volts certified approved. <laughs> I think sure. this is our type. This is, this is the type of movies I want to be watching. And it's no, not, it's not it's to be a pretentious hipster douchebag, although that's partially it, but it's more to be like, this is unique and as bad and weird as it is, it's human it's really and it's real. And these are real human beings and there's like a real vision. It's not just Marvel monstrosity no CGI or like this. some perverted social justice. Like Apple TV presents a show where Jennifer Aniston plays a school teacher who like, no, this is like just like weird, real creative lunacy and so i love it yeah there's definitely some issues with the film that we discussed but there's so much to love about this film all from I mean, we're new york guys from too. the stunt work to just the incredible outfits that not even the main the main characters all have great outfits and great like looks but the background characters are really where the costume design shines like there's so many just like i just want a movie about like the fucking interpretive dance, the interpretive group. dance yeah. group well they're like we're this is the real america and it's like, like there's a callback like in the beginning in when your first introduction to the underground you see them doing a little dance number in the corner and you're like okay what's that and then in the final battle they scene, all die they all die but everyone else has guns and is shooting things and they're just running around with their silver spray painted hockey oh, sticks so. just like hitting people and getting killed so that was a cool callback there's, there's one guy who dresses um in like like a stormtrooper outfit like yeah. It, yeah. Just all of the back. Like, that's something you go, don't really get in a lot of movies now. There's not, like, the char- the cool character that you, yeah. like, ha- oh. doesn't have any lines, but just, like, looks iconic. Oh, like the guy with the, um, the big dude with the, with the M16. Yeah, and, that guy ruled. And the, like, World War One flying cap. Yeah, he had, like, a flying cap, and then he had, like, a leather, sleeveless leather jacket. Steve Austin. Kind and of some really cool sunglasses and just fucking. Yeah. <laughs> absolute unit of a guy who's <laughs> yeah massive. and then the, the the eye patch guy was not bad no yeah i feel like they should have switched places i feel like eye patch guy should have been a like yeah, he was a featured extra but the the guy the guy who i just described with we the never saw cap, him put any work in actually no. yeah he just yeah i mean he was ready to pop that thing off but <laughs> fuck man all right well escape from yeah. the bronx escape from the bronx two thumbs up from me how do what do you guys rate it 10 out of 10 
for sure. I would honestly, I would give it a seven and a half, but a ten on creativity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot going on. There's some things that this movie gets wrong, but so much that it does so well that you just it's really deep. It's deeper than you would think of. Like a you think it's just like oh some corny shitty movie, but like. No, Have there's actually, some, like, social commentary. Yeah. Sam was pointing out the, the like, commentary on the, like, idea of, um, you know, the ties between uh, capital and, like, investment capital and, like, enforcement and how they – and law enforcement and private security and how it's, like, kind of, like, a tenuous yeah, relationship. Yeah, well, there's a scene between Henry Silva's, like, you know, mercenary enforcer – Floyd Wrangler and the the fucking Kendall Roy Fred Trump Jr. where after they murder Fred Trump they kind of like give each other this look of disgust but they have to like shake hands about it because they're both like responsible and I I took it Ben was like are they gonna kiss and I was like no like the, the, what they were trying to do was show this like uneasy but symbiotic and necessary relationship between the mechanisms of urban development and quote unquote revitalization and you know the uh, so-called progressive kind of because fred trump and his people are actually represented as more like they style themselves as kind of like we're the future they're futurists they're kind of like on some musk bullshit and it's yeah. like those type of people and and their design for the world that it's going to be etched in blood and that is why a man like Floyd Wrangler, Doyd Spangler exists. Is you know what I mean? So it's like to do the dirty work of you know, big big money. To, yeah, yeah, it's like whitewashing, cleaning it up, something a place where people are already existing or whatever. Yeah. Um, so that you know, I thought it was interesting, and I liked the movie. It was a great movie. Um, after we watched this film, as I was perusing the Wikipedia, I, re- I learned that this was actually a sequel to a film that they had made uh, shot roughly 18 months after the first movie. They just went right into this other one. <laughs> Damn, bro. Um, Peter Jackson style. Yeah. Yeah. According to the Wikipedia, the director has stated that he was disappointed with how much muscle mass Mark Gregory, a.k.a. Trash, had lost between part one and this sequel, which is why he keeps his jacket on for 90% of the movie. Damn, but that, Trash was wow. big. No, Bro, like he, was, he was like athletic, and so he must have been jacked for the first yeah, one. Yeah, we yeah. got to take that first one. That is something I had noticed and I wrote down. I was like, there, w- there was a moment, like literally three quarters of the way through the film almost to the, almost in the off. film where he takes the jacket off and it is a moment where he removes he's the like, jacket he's like and then stuck does under things. something he's yeah, like he, stuck and the jacket comes off as he's getting out well, he does like the like, trump move where yeah he like yeah. oh it's like always breaking out the tank top no like, and he like takes off the tank top and it's kind of a big moment where you're like okay tank's coming off something's or the jacket's coming off tank's out um, something big's gonna happen, and big stuff does happen. There's like, <laughs> I mean, really no though, because it, the entire movie is just a series of people shooting revolvers and Uzis at each other and from from different vertical angles. And yeah. it's fucking sick. But. <laughs> yeah, but that's all that happens. Yeah, but if you like that, I mean, I do. Or people just getting like cornered or snuck up on and being burnt by a flamethrower. Yeah, a lot of fr- flamethrower. A lot of, lot of like immolation. Yeah. Yeah. Also, a lot of miniature work. Like anytime there's like a block. Well, yeah. The Porsche. The mini car. Yeah. The mini. The, yeah. The, 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 a, piv- this... a pivotal moment in the film comes when um, 
what's the what's the name character? Uh, strike. Yes, striker. Strike is like strike. watching as not the, even striker. Strike. Strike. He he's strike is watching from above uh, atop a building as the the main the secondary villain who killed uh, Fred Trump is escaping. <laughs> In his uh, cherry Porsche Carrera, cherry. cherry I think it's a, I think it's like a nine eleven target top. It's like all sick, yeah. and he's like he's like escaping and Porsche, strike Porsche yeah, guy, Porsche, Porsche guy. guy, and it's yeah. So and strike is watching him, tracking him as he is escaping, and just fires one shot with a shotgun with a shotgun from you know probably a hundred yards away. And it just explodes the Porsche with one of course, shot. Of course. And it's very obviously just like a Hot Wheels car on like <laughs> like on the ground that they just shoved with some fucking Vinny Vinny Cantorwitz pyrotechnics. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, that's obviously a tiny replica car. <laughs> it's like Power Rangers quality. Yeah. A lot of that, which is pretty cool. I mean oh my God, they made yeah. it happen. It's create I mean Honestly, it shows creativity. Than Power Rangers. It shows creativity. It's hustle, and, dude. Yeah, it's that they pure made, hustle. They made the film it's a vision this guy had a vision for the bronx and yeah for america and Italian. i mean this movie if nothing else will reaffirm your faith in the italian people yeah so. i love that yeah that's what this italian guy thought new york was just like all these like just Inter- interracial dance groups black nazis and cambodian pimps living side by side it's like almost like the <laughs> early version of what california is now yeah, it's kind of they had a kind of like a Venice vibe, Venice in the eighties. Yeah. yeah, yeah, incredible film. I think we should watch the first one to see how ripped uh, Trash was in the first <laughs> yeah. one. If he wasn't ripped enough in the second one, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll come back to this world. I think. Yeah, but yeah, highly recommended to anyone who enjoys uh, action flicks. A good easy easy watch for sure. All right, well, I think we're gonna taper off. It's been a long one, but uh, long and strong. Um, long and strong. Uh, this is a good episode. We touched on a lot of bases. Uh, we will get back to you guys on the Jack Harlowification of Ben Cohen and if, uh, if how that's going and uh, if, if there's going to be any more developments on that front. I mean, uh, the way you keep playing with your hair, I think it's going to yeah, continue. Yeah, the way you're just getting hair in people's mouths. I'm going to beat you up. <laughs> Swears. <laughs> All right. right, well, that's good, that's good our night. episode, folks. Uh, you've been listening to the 805 and Revolt podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Ben Cohen, joined by... Sam Bean. And... Cameron Atkinson. Thanks good for listening, y'all. Bye. Yeah. Good night.
the shady hair man <laughs> yes wait i have an idea this is jeep thatcher have you or a loved one suffered from unnecessary uh shame come coming fr- stemming from your usage of tobacco and marijuana smoked out of a bowl otherwise known as a moke if you have you could be entitled to compensation Call 1-800-STOP-MOKE-SHAMING now to claim your reward and join the class action lawsuit against moke shamers across the country. That's it. Again, that's 1-800-MOKE-SHAME. This message was brought to you by Cold Steel Sword. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to add that. I, just, I don't want Lynn Thompson to kill me. Hey, you want, want to do another take? Sure. That's funny, though.